Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Today in the Amy G. Carter Exhibits Hall, it's the Empty Bowls event for Tarrant Area Food Bank. We're here uh, in the middle of a, more than a 1,000 people who are trying the best soups and stews and, and bisques and what am I? You know, what am I leaving out, Steve? What I mean, there was even cupcakes. I I mean, cupcake, they, they, they had all sorts of stuff. There, there's all so, sorts of so stuff. Anything here. you can put in a bowl, they have at this event. It's a great. It's a great food festival because it's at lunchtime. Uh, I know that by the time you're hearing this, it's over. But just take note and um, be sure and come next year. Uh, we're going to talk about Cinco de Mayo. We're going to talk a little bit about Early Mother's Day. But we've got a couple of special guests here at the at the uh, Empty Bowls Festival. We've got uh, first of all the. Uh, the mayor of Fred's, Texas, uh, mayor and founder of Fred's, Texas, Terry Chandler. Hello, Terry. How you doing, bud? All right. Well, now, Hello, what, are you, what are you cooking today? Uh, we have a tenderloin carnegie sada okay. that we whipped up for everybody here. Uh, are you uh, going to have that in the restaurant where people can have it? Uh, we may. We may. We'll see, we'll see oh, what, no, uh, what kind of... He's non-committal on that. Let's talk <laughs> to him. Okay. And, and also with us is the Tarrant Area Food Bank Executive Chef, uh, Manuel Vasquez. Yes, yes, sir. Nine yeah. and a half years, the Executive Chef. What does the Executive Chef do at a food bank? Well, you know what? We have a culinary training program. You know, We actually have a 16-week program. It's for free. And so we teach students to get into this industry. And so uh, actually Terry here, he actually has worked with us closely and taken interns and hired a few of our students. So that's what we do there. It's a 16-week program there at the Terranary Food Bank. So it's kind of a heck of a training program. Well, y'all, we want to talk about, you know, this, this is all about where to go eat and what's good to go eat. So you two have been out there walking around. Uh, tell me the restaurants you've seen out there that have something good and, uh, you know, what, what's out there that you really like. Terry, you told me about a couple other places. Well, it's hard to find anything here that's not good to eat. There's some <laughs> gazpachos and some meatballs, and everybody's doing good. Uh, what really stood out, uh, Bonnell's brought up a soli today that uh, was really dynamite and spices were really evenly matched and, and, and just enough grease on the top. It was, it was pretty good. What if I mix some of your gasada and some of his pasole? Would that, <laughs> that work or not? Absolutely. You know, that's the thing. You come away from here, you better be prepared to take the afternoon off, I tell you. Absolutely. Uh, and mine, what, what do you see out there? Well, you know what? It's funny. I ran into Buttons, and he brings this cauldron. And, Keith Hicks. Uh, yeah, Keith Hicks by Buttons. And he, he has this cauldron he brings, and he just kind of sits sits behind it, and it, and it comes out some magically delicious. Uh, he's got a, it's just like he said, he was he had a little oxtail in there. So he's, uh, got, he's, got, he's out there today. Yeah, he, he's not going to tell you... <laughs> Real specifically, what's in anything? It's a, and I wasn't it's sure just, what was in there. I was yeah. looking at her going, "There's a lot of stuff in here." <laughs> it's got a lot of Chef Hicks magic in there, is what it's got. Absolutely. He's got a lot of magic. Now that's the food bank sure. serving soups. Yeah, too. we have a couple of soups today. Uh, we have a forest mushroom soup, and then also a baked potato soup. And so, um, anything particularly? special about those you know uh, what it is is that you know exactly so we've got the uh, students are they're in their first week so they're three three days into the the thousand people that are here and so actually it's a great experience to get started and and really see what what this is all about what um now how much uh, and i'm trying to explain how big this is it's the whole avon g carter exhibits hall there's probably 70 vendors i know there's 30 restaurants absolutely soups and stews so then you add all the baked goods and everything else yeah so and and so you have quite you know a big combination of uh, I think the uh, it sounds like the bands crank it up right. here. So uh-huh. uh, now uh, the the food bank uh, year in you know, day in day out you're involved with a lot of these restaurants on a continuing basis, sending them help, right? Absolutely. So we have uh, chefs from all over the you know Metroplex coming in and help us train the students, so they'll actually take them as interns. And so yeah, this is our 17th annual you know empty bowls, and so uh, all the chefs that, that actually help us train actually come in and, and you know actually provide their soups for this great event. 
Terry, talk about that. This is what people don't see is that, you know, this uh, benefits the food bank, but the food bank not only uh, makes sure that food gets to the, the churches and food pantries and all the people that, that need food, but the food bank also helps the restaurant community by training workers. You all need workers constantly. Absolutely, and uh, Chef Manny and Chef D and Miss B over there at the food bank do a real good good job of turning these interns out. Um, some of them are some people that need a little helping hand. Uh, some of them are, you know, they come from different backgrounds. Uh, some international people, some people from local, and uh, we always have a great time over there mentoring people these people and, 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 and helping them out. Some low-income people who come from, from a shelter, from a low-income situation, and come through training at the food bank and wind up with a regular gig. Yes, sir. Um, now, um, I, I want to get you some time to talk about Fred's because you have um, there. We have the Troika of Fred's. Uh, we were talking to, off there a while ago um, about a, a chef who worked up north, and I, I thought they meant you know New York or, or Boston or somewhere, but no, they meant Western Center. So, you know, kind of kind of talk about the Fred's Triumvirate and what's the same and what's the difference. Well, we have three uh, three Fred's locations now. After 40 years of being in business, we have the the uh, primary location, which is off Curry Street over there, off the West Seventh area, which everybody knows and loves. And we have uh, our second locations up off Western Center Boulevard, north of the Loop, up there. Um, and then we have another location at TCU over there off, off Blue Bonnet Circle. So, so what people, what you're known for or have been known for for 30 years is the Fred Burger. What is what is the essence of the Fred Burger? Well, the essence of the Fred Burger's always great beef. Um, How much? Uh, half pound, three quarter pound. A, a half pound. Half pound. We have bread. a half pound burger and a three quarter pound burger on a Fred. Yes, sir. And now we have a third pound burger for those uh, who don't want quite, the light Fred. The light Fred, yes, sir. <laughs> The, uh, and then you have the, and before we got into all these exotic combinations of burgers, long before that, 10 years before that, you were doing your Diablo burger and Poblano burger. You were doing some special things with burgers. So which of those is the most ordered and which one do you think is really the best? Well, I think our number one seller is going to be the Fred burger with cheese, just the regular old standard burger. But the Diablo burger is pretty popular. And um, it's it's we sell a lot of Diablo burgers. When it has I, a nice kick to it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, well, yeah. What do you think? I mean, out of the out of the Diablo or the Serrano, uh -huh. which would you go with? Uh, actually, probably the Serrano. I actually like I like fresh Serranos. I usually say the best burger is the Fred's Diablo burger. The second best burger is the Fred's Serrano burger. And then, <laughs> well, thank and then you. We, then we yeah. start counting down to other possibilities. Very well, nice. thank you so much. Well, let's see. I'm they very were, flattered. Let's see, they were our. Burger champ last strike. Right? Well, we've been there. We've been out one year in one year, so it's kind of hard to tell. But uh, mm -hmm. I need you to talk about what's new or different at Fred's, or what, I don't. I mean, Fred's has kind of streamlined some things, but added some things. Talk about when people go to Fred's, the little subtle changes that they might not notice. What's new? Well, in the last couple of years, we've really upgraded our beef big time. Um, we've got some new chicken fried steak options. We, you can get a chicken fried steak with queso or a chicken fried steak with a naked Reno on top. Uh, we're working on a new menu right now that's going to be released here in a couple weeks with some new burger items that are going to be pretty mind-blowing. So we're well, excited about us. that. Don't, don't, don't hold back. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't on, really man. divulge anything uh, uh, today. Tell us, tell us one ingredient. Well, we've got a burger coming out, and all I can say is that it's going to involve Dr. Pepper and Wahio chili. 
All right. Uh, Dr. Pepper Burger. Dr. Pepper. Uh, It'll make sense when it comes out, I promise. Uh, I'll have a Dr. Pepper Burger with a side of Dr. Pepper. So <laughs> there you that, go. That, that, that's what I'll try to have. Well, now, you'll, we're going to talk about some of the things going on this weekend after the podcast is up. People will be listening. A lot of people will be listening to this as they plan their Cinco de Mayo weekend. Restaurants have a lot of specials. And actually, everybody's always done drinks for Cinco de Mayo. You know, it's this is 30 years now, 30 years ago, that beer distributors for Corona and Modelo started promoting Cinco de Mayo for drinking. And so it's been 30 years of Cinco de Mayo. It's always been a holiday, but 30 years ago it became a really commercial holiday. So this is 30 years of that. But restaurants are actually doing food now. So the ones I made note of, um, the, uh, let's see, Meet You Anywhere is doing brisket tamales. Flores Barbecue, the new trailer over at Clear Fork, is doing his uh, brisket tacos with uh, brisket fat tortillas. He'll have those. Uh, there's a big Cinco on South Main event Sunday afternoon, and it's at uh, it's at Taco Heads and Bricks Barbecue is going to be there. So, oh, wow. Uh, Cinco yeah. on South Main is going to be a lot of fun, and it's there at Tiny's, the new Taco Heads place. And uh, I don't know, Papa Cena's has fresh lettuce cake. There's a couple other places with mm-hmm. some food. Uh, one of you was talking about some Cinco de Mayo. Where do you like to go? Well, actually, that's that. I'm actually attending that South Main uh, event for the first time. It's actually actually benefiting the Halos organization, and so uh, they're going to really going to step up. And I'm looking forward to actually what they got going on there. That's in the first block of South Main, south of Vickery, where uh, where Tiny's is going to be. I know Bricks Barbecue is going to be there. Taco Heads got their trailer stolen, so I don't oh, know if Taco man. Heads is going to be there. What I mean, they somebody hooked up in back of Taco Heads and drove off with their trailer. Exactly, and it's all points bulletin. We're looking for that thing. Yeah. So, uh, and then there's also the big Cinco de Mayo downtown, the big festival downtown, and uh, and there's the the restaurant uh, El Vaquero from White Settlement is serving enchiladas and fajitas at the big Cinco de Mayo downtown. Terry, you're looking at some notes there. You're fumbling around. Uh, you know, have you got some Cinco de Mayo for us? Well, we're going to launch a new burger for Cinco de Mayo. We're going to launch the General Zaragoza Burger. Man, I know what the, why that's important. Well, absolutely. General Zaragoza de, uh, defeated the French. Um, and he was a Texan. Yes, sir. General Zaragoza was a Texan from Goliad. Absolutely. Who is, is who defeated the French. That's why Texas is perfect. It's a great Tex-Mex holiday. Because it, was a <laughs> Texas, it was a Texas general who led the Army of Mexico to defeat the French. So it was <laughs> Texas and Mexico working together. General Zaragoza was a great Texan. So what's going to be on the Zaragoza? Well, we're going to have a, a candied jalapenos, a, a little uh, a little melted cheese. That's all I want to divulge right now, but uh, it's going to be definitely, definitely something worth worth coming after. Well, what are you still going to serve it with French fries? How are you going to deal with that? Absolutely. It's going to come with fries, uh, candied bacon, melted cheese. You know, maybe a little pico de gallo on Texas there. Texas fries, maybe, and not Absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anything? Papas fritas. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and then the other thing I was going to kind of cover for people, uh, early reservations for Mother's Day, places that are kind of booking up already. I can see that Bird is getting kind of busy. That Bird brunch has gotten really popular because their biscuits are so good. They just got a lot of good little things. Fix Cuisine in Clare Fork has got his reputation as the the Southern Fine Dining House, Cafe Modern, which is beautiful, and even Riata, which is a big place, is starting to kind of fill up. Some places that I know you can still get in, um, Ellerby, the Prime Steakhouses, and think of a French or an Italian restaurant, uh, Rise Souffle, 
Piola's open, Taverna. Those are a couple of places. What are some places you all think for Mother's Day? Being from the north side of Fort Worth, you know, I always lean towards, you know, some of the Hispanic places. Of course, you can't go wrong being on the big patio at Joe T's with your mother. Uh, making sure that she doesn't have to cook that day. That's what I like to do sometimes. Joe T's and then, okay. uh, Terry, what do you think about Mother's Day? I am going to be in Costa Rica for Mother's Day, so I have no opinion. You have no worries about that? <laughs> is, is Mother's Day a big day at Fred's? Is Mother's it? Day is a big day at Fred's. It sure is. Everybody wants to bring their mother in and treat them to a burger. Um, Some moms like coming to Fred's. Right, right. You know, I play, the easiest place to go, I think, would be some place like a barbecue place like a Heim. Maybe it would be a good day to go see the new Heim. Part 8. Some of those places might not be overrun with moms. You right. Know, you, I guess uh, until next week on the, you know, for the Eat Speak podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.